two hours talking about the invasion of our country by illegals. <laughs> well, yeah. Talking about the federal government headed up by the president who is cutting razor wire along the border. Mm. After our governor had declared an official invasion of the United States of the state of Texas, he put up razor wire. Yeah. And this president gave orders, apparently, to the Border Patrol. And, you know, in my view, you have every right in the world to disregard an unlawful order and to cut razor wire that's been placed there to defend <laughs> the borders of this country is an unlawful order, I believe. Well, it, I, I believe it is, too. I believe it's almost treasonous. Well, of course. You know, because you're you're, you're sacrificing uh, American security for politics, basically. Because you're right. They're, they want They want all these people to vote. That's the whole point. That's why there's such a big, fat, stupid rush right now. But, God, if only you and I, if guys like you and I, MAGA hat-wearing weirdos, would just shut up about it, these people wouldn't know to come here. That's what it's our fault, Trey. Congresswoman Jayapal has been saying <laughs> it's our fault. is that uh, the more we talk about it, the more we're encouraging people to come here, <laughs> which, which is just lunacy. It's idiocy. You know, she's a butt-kissing Demo Democrat. Look, we have to cut off the funding, first of all. Next week we have an opportunity with the government shutdown to cut off the funding for this nonsense. We have to have a governor who will say, I'm not sending another dime to D.C. I'm not funding this anymore. The right. state of Texas is not paying for this anymore. So, D.C., you can suck it. We're not going to send you any more money. So we have to have a governor and a, and a Texas legislature who will pass that kind of resolution and quit sending our tax dollars to D.C. And then finally, you have to have people in D.C. who will file impeachment charges against the people who are running this government who are, in my view, committing treason. Yeah, I agree. I don't know if any of that's going to happen, though. It should, but I don't know. You know, I mean, uh, we we got a lot of we got Chip Roy, right? We got some folks who are who are uh, very deeply concerned about this humanitarian crisis, which is precisely what it is. Engineered, engineered. You know, uh, for political reasons, uh, pol political and economic. You and I talk about this every day. But it's got to be more folks than Chip Roy and uh, a few others uh, who are going to stand up about this, and they're just not going to. So, the, 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 again, we talk about all the time how it doesn't really matter what the letter is at the end of your name when it comes to the swamp creatures, and they're not going to do anything about this. Nothing serious is going to happen. So there's the Border Patrol uh, on television cutting razor yeah. wire. And I remember just a few weeks ago, I had a guy call me, and I don't really believe he was Border Patrol, but he called because I hear <clears> from <throat> actual Border Patrol agents off the air all the time right. on the QT. This guy called me and said, I can't believe you said that the Border Patrol is allowing people to come into the country and the Border Patrol is loading them up on buses. And I said, I know for a fact that that's going on. I've got videos. I've got pictures of them doing it. Well, we're seeing them do it right now. Well, here they are cutting the razor wire that was installed installed by right. the state of Texas to stop the invasion, and it is an invasion. We have no idea who these people are, where they came from, their criminal backgrounds. We don't know if they're healthy. They're bringing COVID. They could be bringing TB. We have no idea. They are going to be given a card. I had that story this morning that's going to look like your driver's license. In <laughs> fact, if you just glance at it real quick, Sean, right. it does look like your driver's license. Right. It's going to have their picture on it, and that's going to be their voter ID when they're given amnesty and allowed to vote in the next presidential and congressional elections coming up next year. Well, that's the whole plan. That that's is. always been the plan. That's right. They began that plan as soon as he sat his feeble ass at the, uh, at the desk in the Oval Office and started rolling back these policies. That had kept uh, the Trumpian policies, that had kept immigration, illegal immigration, down to a trickle. And they swept it all away. That was the plan from day one. And, and you know, you see these people are coming over with cartel wristbands. <laughs> like, like you and I would wear into a freaking concert or an amusement park. They're wearing wristbands to uh, display their cartel sponsorship. Just as, as people need to understand, most of them are young males. Young, yeah. young, healthy males at fighting age, by the way. Fighting age. And they are being given now, the administration announced last night, they're going to give 500,000 illegal immigrants... <laughs> from Venezuela. Venezuela opened their prisons and sent them all to the United right. States. Going to give 500,000 of them work visas. Just, here, you can stay here as long as you want. You can work here in the United States. Take the jobs from U.S. <laughs> citizens. Yeah. Again, that's the attack on the middle class. That's, you know, people oh, sure, gonna, yeah, it's yeah. replacement of people who are working at jobs right now. But again, if you look at these pictures, look how young these men are. They're of fighting age and capabilities. They're walking into this country. That clearly is an invasion. It's a violation of the Constitution. It's treason. It's a high crime committed by the president, the vice president, the Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, and, yeah. and by yesterday, the attorney general, who ah. lied, he, lied his ass off in front of Congress. <laughs> oh, that was pointless. Lied his ass off.
What a pointless exercise that was. So this is where we are. And I know it's a downer. I know it's a bummer. And, oh, my God, I want to you know jump off a bridge after I listen to you. I know that. But you know what? Nobody else is going to tell you this. Nobody else in the media is going to tell you what's going on. You go over to San Pedro behind North Star Mall today, and you look at that migrant center, and you look at all the people. You know, what's happened to that neighborhood is a real sin. You know, and I used to go to that neighborhood. We used to go once a week to the uh, to the to the grotto and light a candle, and it's just a basically a residential area, right, with uh, with a big old church and some strip malls, and it's been completely overrun. You know, I mean, in in just a relatively short amount of time. And what's going on around our resource center? It's what's going on uh, to some extent in every city in America. It, it's madness, and and the worst part about it, it really is as cheap as politics. It's really just about cheating in an election. Well, That's all it is. It's politics, but it's also destroying the middle class. It's creating well, yeah. that, that class of surf. Destroying the economy. You're going to be in. Yeah. I'm going to be in. Everybody in this room is going to be in. Most of our listeners will be in the the surf class. Somebody wrote to me this morning. Said I'm an 83 year old man. I get up at 5 a.m. every morning to listen to you. I've got grandchildren who are going to be in this world. But so do these people who are creating this. Why are they creating this for their grandkids? And I had to explain. Their grandkids are not going to be in this. They're going to be in the elite class, right? Right. You know, Barack Obama's daughters and grandkids, <laughs> when they come, will not be in the same class as we will be in. Well, they're in. not going to be living in the country we're going to be living in. Right, right. They're going to be driving sense. electric vehicles. They're going to be living in Martha's Vineyard. The rest of us are going to be here earning a living to send it all to them. Yeah, well, that's pretty much. That's, that's, the that's, that's the pyramid of a, of a fascist state, right? Most that's people it. are in peasant class. 99% of the population are in peasant class who produce the wealth of the elites. Now, Eagle Pass is overrun right now. Oh, Eagle, Pass is, Eagle Pass is just flooded. Done. flooded. And Mayor Rolando Salinas is a far leftist Democrat. And he said this yesterday, I need the president to declare an invasion, a state of emergency. He said they're single males who are coming and they won't listen to instructions. <laughs> Not all of these people are coming in peace. Now, that's a far-left right. Democrat who is admitting that these young males who are coming to this country are not coming in peace. And this president is meeting with the president of Ukraine today to give him another $24 billion to protect their borders and not $0.10 cents to protect our own. Well, it's a little upside down, don't you think? <laughs> I mean, in general, this is just a very upside-down moment we're living through. And I don't know if there's anybody in large measure who is resolute enough politically to really do something about this. The guy, the mayor in Eagle Pass, as you said, is a far leftist, right? He's a pretty, yeah. pretty liberal guy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But he's living this. That guy, right. even if that guy wanted to deny it was going on, he wouldn't be able to. The Castro brothers can dip down in there and talk to a couple of migrants and say, hey, these are just poor people escaping oppression. And they can, you know, shimmy on back to their mansions. But the mayor of Eagle Pass is living this. He can't deny it's going on. And it's a good thing that somebody from their side is saying something. Again, it's kind of a fart in a vacuum, though, when it comes to the uh, administration. They obviously don't care. They obviously want this. Let me answer your question about whether or not there's anybody from either party who's going to do anything about it. The answer is no. There is nobody that is going yeah. to actually do anything about that. That includes Chip Roy, who's a guest on my show frequently. That includes Ted Cruz, who is a far-right conservative uh, senator. They're not going to do anything about this. They're not going to do anything to cut the funds off. They're not going to do anything to file impeachment charges, which is exactly those two steps have to happen and the third step is for our governor to say to washington dc not another dime we're not sending you oh, another penny. we're not funding this anymore so texas will keep our own money we'll fund, fund our own will be our own resource here we're not sending you another dime we're not doing it well i think he should yeah. i hope he does yeah. Maybe, i don't know if he's thinking about it or not i don't know if it's you know come up and <laughs> I, I you know it's a great idea yeah i would like to see him do it I'd like to see somebody do something <laughs> You know, uh, Donald Trump now, uh, we, the latest quote from Trump is, uh, you get me back in there, I'm paraphrasing, but I, you will see the biggest deportation in American history. Uh, you probably have the exact quote there. I do. Yeah. He, he was talking about the Eisenhower uh, deportation, right. which was called Operation Wetback. That's what it was <laughs> it called. Was, yes. I, I'm yeah, serious. Yeah, I'm not no, making I, that up. I agree. Yeah, President was, Dwight yeah. Eisenhower called it Operation Wetback. Right. And I know that's pejorative now. We don't say that in, the, in today's world. I understand that's a historical that, fact. But that is what it was called right. back then. And Donald Trump referred to that as such, and he said people liked him. I liked Ike. 
That was the expression. I like Ike. Moving a half million people and then a million people out of this country, move them beyond the border. Basically, the way it worked under Eisenhower, and Trump said this would be his model, is you take them right across the border and you drop them off. Yeah. And then when you come, when they come back in, you take them deeper. <laughs> take them a little further. <laughs> Make it a little harder, harder to get back in. Until the next thing you know, you're dropping them where there's a whole bunch of snow <laughs> down there at the bottom of the earth. <laughs> dropping them off in Siberia. <laughs> Well, you know, you, you, it's going to take a hard line of some kind. Of I mean, I, I, I'm with you. I think you got to dump the military on the board. Absolutely. Line them up. We're fighting an invading force. Line We're losing up. freaking territory. Line them up. Line the military up there and say nobody else comes into this. This is an invasion. But how many politicians have the balls to do that? Not one. <laughs> Not one. <clears throat> right. you got to have somebody with guts and nuts, and I can't think of one up there Trump. who's got either one. Trump's well, yeah, got it. Of course. Yeah. And they're not going to allow him to be president. No, they're not. They're going to do it everything necessary on their end to stop in. Well, we'll talk about Brennan and Clapper. We'll talk about oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll do that uh, coming up. We've got more to talk about this morning with Warren Rymo and KTSA, BG products for your vehicle. Yeah, I got them in all my vehicles, as a matter of fact, even the motorcycle. BG products are great. Um, first of all, they have one that they add to the crankcase of your engine where the oil is, and what it does is it binds itself to the walls, to the pistons and all that, so you have maximum lubrication inside the engine. No more metal on metal, no more high heat, no more extreme uh, friction. So you don't have to worry about wear and tear and breakdown inside your engine. And, and modern engines are 12, 15 grand usually to replace one. So you got that kind of protection from BG. That's awesome. And then so you just, you know, you have peace of mind knowing BG's inside the engine protecting your engine. You don't have to worry about it. And then they've got this, uh, M, uh, this uh, BG44K is what they call it. It's a fuel system uh, cl- uh, cleaner. And when you think about the gas prices, and they're not going to come down from here. This is you got what you got on gas prices from here on out. They're only going one way, and that's up until we have a change in regime. So BG can clean out the fuel system and give you the best fuel mileage possible and save you a bunch of money in the process. You don't have to go to a special shop wherever you have your oil change. Those guys can install BG. All you got to do is make sure you ask for it. BG products, wherever you have your oil change, bgfindashop.com. Mostly sunny at 98 today, 78 right now, KTSA. Good morning. We've got a... Where in Rima, KTSA. All right. Uh, we were just talking. Let's talk radio just for a second here. Okay, sure. let's do a little. Let's take a break from, you know, what we're yeah, talking yeah. about. I'm, a, I'm into that. I, I really honestly would say that as far as, you know, I mean, you're a little older and started a little early, you know, earlier than I did. But my generation of broadcasters, anybody out there that says that Rush Limbaugh and Howard Stern did not have an impact on you in coming up in this business, you're lying out of your ass. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, I took from both. I mean, Stern in his day was groundbreaking. Pr- prior, to, one, one thing I took from Stern prior to Stern, whom I heard in high school. I mean, he was a local guy in, in high school out of D.C. when I was going to school. Uh, is he didn't sound radio. He just sounded like a dude talking. Uh-huh. Right. I, I love that about Stern. The other thing I loved about Stern is that he did talk painfully, honestly about his life. His personal life he was a part of his show. Mm-hmm. That came up every day, and I always appreciated that. Um, he, you know where he is now. He's made the news uh, because you know he said now on uh, uh, on his radio show or his satellite show that he takes being called woke as a compliment. And I went down to the CV. I went down to the CVS, Robin, and I got the vax. You know, I mean, he, right. he's always been a germaphobe. He's sure. always been. A, he's that's a part of his shtick forever that he's terrified of getting sick, and he's a, he's a hypochondriac. Uh, it out and uh, Trump's awful, and you know he kind of riffed on that, and uh, he dropped the MF for a couple of times, and it's become a news story because people are like, I can't believe Stern, he's done, he's over. No, he's not, and, and he's <laughs> he's not doing anything differently. No, he's not over. The one thing about Stern is he's not do he's still doing today. That's people are like he's sold out. I'm like in what way? Nah, yeah, no, nah, nah. that's a perfectly been. stern statement. Sure. Uh, I don't agree with him. I've right. never agreed with him politically. Right, right, right. But he's stern being stern. You know, a couple of weeks ago, there was a story about how the whole vax thing and COVID has caused a rift between him and his wife. Oh, be- yeah, Because yeah. she's young, and she wants, she's like 20 years young or something like that. <laughs> he's 70, I think. Yeah. And she wants to be out, you know, socializing. Sure. And it, and it freaks him out. He's always been a, a germaphobe. It Got, screwed up his first marriage. Totally blew it up. And, uh, and the same thing is happening to his second marriage right now. And you're right. 
he talks about that stuff on his show. In the early days, he made up a lot of it, but now he doesn't. It was it was shtick in the early days. Now well, it's just it, him talking. No, about he it. always talked about. No, his, I know. This, but he he in the early days when he was establishing himself nationally, he you would know, embellish. He would embellish, yes. and he'd, he'd he'd go a little. He he yes. he's trying to make a spectacle of yes, himself. Yes, that's it. He would embellish. Yeah. Um, and and as far as Limbaugh is concerned. I, I had kind of the inside on that because we were the Limbaugh station right here first, and uh, we we had visits with him, we had visits with his consultants, and that was Limbaugh. He was a rock and roll disc jockey out of Pittsburgh by the name of Jeff Christie. Jeff Christie, <laughs> right, Jeff right, Christie right. on the radio, and uh, he got fed up with the formulaic, you know, push button radio, right, and went to work for the Kansas City Royals. And he had told a friend of his who was consulting ABC Radio, said, you know what, if you just take me to California, because there was an opening there, and let me do me, uh, I will uh, I will amaze you. And he he did. He took a chance on him. And that consultant, Bruce Marr was his name, called his friends who right. were running ABC and said, you have got to get this guy to New York, and you got to do it now. And that was the national sure. phenomenon. And we wouldn't have a gig, and this radio station, the way it is now, and many of the others, wouldn't exist right now. AM radio be gone without well, Rush Limbaugh. and FM radio, too, was transformed. So I, I do put both of those guys yes, on the same level as far as their impact yes, on sir. our industry and how we go about it. That's right. And if you think about Stern, again, the, even though I disagree with what he's saying, what yeah. he believes. Right. Hey, we're talking about him on the radio in Texas. Sure. You know, he is who he is because he knows, right. you know, uh, how to be, how to really rock and roll a radio show, whether you agree with him. Two of my biggest influences, I did not agree with politically at all. Sure. Stern's one of them. Well, but, you know. you know, it's also, it is kind of funny how, you know, people uh, do trip over themselves when he says something that's controversial you know to this day after 40 years of doing this sure. for a living we still will talk about him when he says something well you know i the same thing is true with with entertainers of, of any ilk uh you don't have to agree with their politics to enjoy their work yeah. Willie nelson's a prime example yes uh, willie has been a major impact in my life musically Musically, oh yeah, not po- not oh, politically. politically. He's no different than Stern. <laughs> I mean, right. they're both political so, idiots. I so mean, I have nothing in common with him politically, and he knows it, by the way. <laughs> but when it comes to musically, oh man, yeah, he's a genius. I love him, absolute I genius. I got him. on the honeysuckle rose before they pulled back the big curtain. There, the driver was, had listened to my show, and he's like. Hey, enjoy yourself. Just don't tell Willie what you do for a living. Right. <laughs> you know, don't talk politics. Right. I'm no, like, no worries, same man. Same thing here. I mean, I, there was you no, know what I mean? I, I, I wouldn't dare cross that bridge with him because oh, that's, no, not, it, that's not what it was about. You know, hanging out with him was just about hanging out with him. That was all <laughs> it wasn't about getting political or being stupid. Right, right. It was just about, you know, let's spend some time together because we have some mutual likes. And you know what? I'm one of those guys from the old school. I could sit and have, you know, I don't know what he drinks, a cup of tea, I guess, with Howard Stern. I don't oh, have yeah, to agree I'd with him. I'd love to meet Stern. But we could do that. All right. We, we used to have a guy here who, who did mornings on the FM station who was a Stern writer. He wrote for Howard Stern. Oh, really? He still does. Wow. He's in Philadelphia now. Still wow. writing. All right, quick break. More Warren Rima coming up. You know, Hill Country Tiny Home Village, Hill Country Tiny Home Village is a great place for you to visit ASAP. Because if you're looking at retirement, this gated community in the beautiful Texas Hill Country is just the right place. Safe and secure because the gating there, people who are there already living their retirement years there, wonderful. They love socializing as much as you want to or as little as you want to. And you can stop renting and own your own efficiency apartment. So for as little as $69,000, military discounts are available, and a modest down payment, your monthly payment will be less than $1,000 a month. But you need to hurry up and check them out because there's only 25 slots remaining. You see, they're going to keep this community, gated community, in the beautiful Texas Hill Country. They're going to keep it small and manageable for people who want to retire there. Or maybe you're a military person and you're going to retire and you need a home base, but you're going to do a lot of traveling. Boy, this is perfect. Hill Country Tiny Home Village, 877-468-9465 or online at hillcountrytinyhomevillage.com. 
Hi, Trey Ware here for Alamo Water City. Good Lord. They're sleeping in those aluminum blankets outside the Resource Center on San Pedro. They look like baked potatoes. Do you remember when they gave Trump hell about that? For, oh, yeah. Know, they were sleeping in those aluminum blankets. so cruel. Look at that right there in San Antonio, Texas. And people walking all over the place. They're all over a, a neighborhood in which Elaine owns some property, man. They're just yeah. all over. And she owns some property in a particular neighborhood. I won't say where it is. Right. But they're all all over in that neighborhood you know again i'm seeing more and more in my neighborhood and on the northwest side and you know what she asked me this morning she said who do i call (laughs) because ice is worseless than boobs on a boar hog (laughs) elaine said that i'm shocked i didn't say the boob part yeah yeah you did (laughs) the boob part (laughs) so i was like okay that's one way to put it and uh, and then she said, and border border patrol, they you know they're down there cutting razor wire. They ain't got time to come get right. these illegals out Call of the neighborhood, man. You can't call the Bear County Sheriff's deputies because they're right. no. He's chasing his... DeSantis. He's too busy yeah. investigating yeah. the the governor of Florida. Right. So that's not going to happen. Look at all these people at the at the Migrant Resource Center on San Pedro. There's dude, thousands of them down there, man. And we're watch. <laughs> it's about to get much worse. Oh, this is nothing. What's what's happening there is nothing. Although there's people all over outside of there. Oh, they're in everywhere, the man. Knocking on doors and, and windows. they're reporting that the resource center is overwhelmed. It's yeah. packed up. Yeah. Well, so of course. all these people sleeping outside of it yes. couldn't make it indoors. Right. We, we, you and I were talking about the grotto. I mean, it's it's completely overrun, that neighborhood, right? Well, look at it. Yeah. yeah it's just it's trash. It's crazy. Okay. So, pre-trial diversion. I want to discuss that for sure. a minute. Okay. Uh, because KSAT did a little work on this and uh, tips uh, to uh, Dillian Collard and uh, isn't that his name? Dylan Collier or whatever, and then the producer who who worked on this story. Pre-trial diversion. Known about this for years, but this is something that has exploded in the watch of the current DA. Right. People are asking why we have bad guys on the streets shooting cops, and this is one of the reasons. First of all, we got let them go Joe, the DA, who believes in letting bad people back out on the streets and not prosecuting them. That's it. That's the bottom line to what's happening here. Then he blames the cops, yeah. Right. So we, uh, yes, and Bill McManus is pushing back against that another story today, but we've got this case where since he's been in office, he's had over 700 felony pretrial diversions, 360 felony, <laughs> not misdemeanors, not shoplifting, right. not running a red light, felony, felony <laughs> uh, pretrial diversions. Right. Now, if somebody's listening and doesn't know what a pretrial diversion is. I don't. I, I'll be, I'm okay. p- perfectly honest. Okay. I have no idea what it is. Fair enough. Here's what it is. The defense attorney, uh, say say you're arrested. Right. Okay. Yeah. D- your defense attorney, right, will meet with the DA's prosecutor, and they will come up with a plan to keep you from suffering any consequences, right? <laughs> so it may mean you go to, if it's a DUI, you go to Alcoholics Anonymous or some or other treatment like class. Treatment or, cl- right. right, 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 exactly, right? Uh, w- we used to call it, when it was a traffic crime, deferred adjudication. Right, if you go PBJ, to, yes. basically, yeah. If you go to the uh, class of of wrecking, uh, not, how not to wreck, you know, you go to the the the, the driving course. Yeah, it's probation before ed? judgment. Yeah, so they, what, what they driver's call? ed, driver, yeah, well, they, sort of like that. You go through, you have to meet certain criteria, and you just go on probation, mm-hmm. and then eventually the charge goes away. This is what it is. Right, um, it's called pretrial diversion. Here's the deal about it, though. So they make this deal. And in some cases, there's no consequence at all. You don't have to go to any class. You don't have to do anything. Wow. Just be a good boy, you know, and we'll, we'll let you go. You're not, you're, there's no probation because you haven't formally been charged Damn. or appear before the court. Wow. So here's your, your. That's more than PBJ. That's beyond PBJ. Yes. And your, wow. Yes. And your trial date comes up or your, your appearance, your hearing. Right. Not a trial. It's not a trial. Your hearing. There is no trial. So your hearing comes up. You appear before the judge, your attorney, and the DA representative goes up to the bench and says your honor we've reached a pretrial diversion we know exactly what we're going to do in order for so-and-so to go through his uh, his penance if you will the judge then clicks the hammer down and says okay granted wow guess what no one knows what the requirement is nobody really? it's not public record even the judge who approves the pretrial diversion 
has no idea. Oh, holy crap. Has no idea what your punishment or what your, is there's no punishment, what your duty is. He just is. agrees to, or they just agree to it? Click. Okay, you guys agree, right? You all agree that so-and-so's safe so enough to it's, I guess the weight of the prosecutor carries the day Correct. because the prosecutor said, well, right. I agreed to That's this. That's right. The prosecutor from oh, wow. Joe Gonzalez's office says, I stipulate to Mr. Rymus' character, he'll be a good boy, let's go ahead and release him back into the community, and so on and so forth. And so you have 360 felony pretrial diversions. Holy crap. This year alone. This year. This year. So people wonder, why do we have bad guys on the street shooting police officers? I don't get (laughs) it. Pull your head out. This would seem to be a a big reason why. Yeah. uh, When there's no consequence. You know, we've been talking about, like, these numbnuts teenagers that ran over this retired police chief and killed him. No consequences for your actions. This is what you get. You get chaos on the streets. And, again, this DA was bought and paid for by George Soros, who did it with DAs all across this country. Alvin Bragg in New York is a prime example, okay? The one in Cook County up in Chicago, another prime example. The one in Los Angeles County is another prime example. you got these DAs that their marching orders from Soros, who paid for them to to be elected, who paid for their campaigns, their marching orders is to release these bad guys, put them back on the streets. And so they use pretrial diversion, or they blame the cops by saying, you didn't bring me any evidence. You didn't bring me enough evidence. I couldn't make a case. Case wouldn't have made it. And so what happens is, once they're released and the term of the pretrial diversion is over, then their their entire um, you know case and everything, the charges and all that, is all gone. It's expunged. Wow. It's completely done away with. God. And, That's madness. And, and this is happening right here in Bear County with DA uh, Joe Gonzalez. And that's why you have this rise in crime, because the guys who are committing the crime are suffering no consequences whatsoever to their actions. And they're not committing just, you know, they're not walking on the grass or yanking the tag off the mattress. These are felony crimes. Felony crimes getting pretrial diversion. So, you know, you just just walk. We're going to let you go. Just walk out of there. Just uh, see you later. Now, again, you know, they're supposedly going to go to some class. They're supposedly going to, you know, pick up trash. I don't know what it is. Nobody knows because it's not public. (laughs) And the judge doesn't even know. The judge is approving something that the judge doesn't even know what he or she's approving. That's madness, man. So there you go. That's, 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 yeah, that would uh, be a big, yeah, and and it makes it even more pathetic. That he's when he's uh, working these kind of dealios with these judges makes it even more pathetic. He's going to try to lay it on the shoulders of law enforcement. Yeah, that's the, that's what they do though. That is the pattern, right? Yeah. Wherever you look at these Soros cops DAs, bad, that's right. it. It's the bad cops, and we got bad cops in our community. We got terrible cops. It's the police, man. It's their fault. It's always their fault. Always the cops' fault. Well, always. then with a rise in crime, you can continue to blame them. Like, oh, I guess the cops aren't doing their job that's, because look at all the crime out there. It. That is the mo. That's exactly. How they do it? God, that's exactly how. They, and and Bill McManus also yesterday, the chief of police said that there are several cases. Like I think there were some murder cases or something or whatever they were, whatever the crimes were, and they were laying it on the the cops for not having the you know proper evidence. You guys did, and and, and the chief said no, 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 wrong. Oh, I investigated this to the to the hilt. They had all the evidence they needed God. to present it, right. be presented to them in order to get a conviction, not just bring a case and get an indictment, but get a conviction, and they refused it. So, well, who was the guy that uh, the, the the murdered the the sheriff's deputy uh, that they finally picked up? I'm trying to figure out. I, I I'm trying to think about where that was. Somebody, it was out in California, Cal- Cal- California, LA. Yeah. LA. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That guy, when he committed that crime, was wearing an ankle bracelet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. That he had dysfunction uh-huh. because he'd already killed somebody. That's correct. That's you know, correct. I, that's, that's in L.A. Yeah. See, so again, another Soros DA. Right. In L.A., if you're guys, if you're not familiar with the name Soros, George Soros was a guy that has created sown division around the world and chaos around the world in order to bring in Marxist governments, overthrow the current governments of these various countries around the world. He funds the chaos in the streets. Yeah. And and which of course brings in a government to squelch the chaos, and the government then becomes a supreme power. The people right. lose all their power. Hey. 
that's the evil plot. Right. And so he's all about it here in this country. He's turned his business over to Alex, his son, who is funding people like Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton and the war in in, in, uh, Ukraine and the war effort that we're funding and all. All, He's behind a lot of this stuff that you see go on. And years ago, he, by the way, he has recently headed into next year bought a ton of newspapers across the country. <laughs> newspapers. Because you got to control the narrative. Of course. Headed into the presidential election. It's a classic model of Absolutely. fascism. Absolutely. Absolutely right. So, I, you know, it's, it's sad because you and I are both watching a city we love just go spinning down the toilet, man. Look at that up at the Migrant Center. And another a couple of sketchy dudes walking through my neighborhood yesterday. Did you, you know? Really? Yeah, you're seeing more and more. Uh, <laughs> you know, and again, that's on the northwest side. Uh, right off of the loop, uh, off loop 1604, you never saw folks like that. You never right. saw homeless people there. Right. I'm not being an, an elitist, you know, jerk here. I'm There's just saying, in this neighborhood, you didn't see that. Other parts of the neighborhood, right. off Bandera Road, sure. Parking lot at Walmart, sure. But you're just seeing more people. You see them in general, no matter where you are. That's right. You see them everywhere. You, you see know, everywhere. We, my wife and I had to go to a certain part of town just the other day for something she had to do, and you're just seeing camps of people everywhere well keep in mind this administration has been cutting razor wire along the border to to let in an invasion and this invasion includes homeless people they don't have a home no well how can they possibly have a home they don't so where are they going to go they're going to be sleeping on the streets that's where they go and now they're going to give them an ID that looks like your driver's license. So when, not if, but when they get amnesty, either later this year as a Christmas present or at the beginning of next year, yeah. they have to be very careful with the timing on that because if they do it too early, give them amnesty too early, then there's a big pushback on it, right? And there's a chance to overthrow right. it. they got to wait until almost the last minute heading the election to go, you are now legal to vote, and here's your card. And the, 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 If you want to see this top story on Fox News, oh, the I card. Believe, I, yeah, I the believe, ID card. believe it absolutely. For I mean, illegals. I, and that- that's, that's really the breathtaking part of this whole thing is that all of this stuff, all of this awfulness, which is awful, trafficking, fentanyl, abuse, slavery. violence, crime, slavery, all of it has been forced upon the American people destroying this country. For political reasons. And it's treason. And it's I, absolutely it is. It's treason. All right, quick break. More Warren Rima coming up. Exercising in the cool comfort of your home, getting in the best shape of your life. That's what Hess Fitness products will help you do. They have experts on staff that I've known for many, many years who will talk with you about your goals, your fitness goals. You want to have a little more muscle tone, a little better balance as you get older and all those kinds of things. Maybe you want to look and tone up a little bit more. Maybe taking a few pounds off is something you're thinking about. Okay, so what are your capabilities and what do you enjoy doing? Right, I enjoy walking, and I can walk X amount of miles up a hill. Well, let's take a look at a treadmill, or maybe we need to look at a at an elliptical trainer for you. Or maybe you just need a couple of dumbbell weights or a kettlebell or two to swing around, and you're really going to start to build that muscle tone you're dreaming. I don't know. Whatever your desired goals are and your capabilities, the experts at Hess Fitness Products match you with the perfect piece of equipment that will help you get to those goals. I want you to check them out at 281 and Thousand Oaks. Look better, feel better, and do more Hess Fitness Equipment. Having pain like that and not knowing how... So what day is it? It is September uh, 21st. September 21st, it's free queso day. You're kidding me. But where do you get the free queso? Somebody tell me because I'm a... You know what? Yesterday was pepperoni pizza day. You know what we had for lunch at the warehouse? What? Pepperoni pizza. Pepperoni. So today's queso day. I love queso, man. Oh, me too, man. (laughs) I can sit and I can just eat queso with a straw. Now, my number one is Nancy's. Right. But number two is Chewy's. Chewy's is pretty good. I like it. We like I, we got a little place. Uh, let's see, Jalisco's. They got pretty good uh, queso. Uh, Tinka Taco has pretty good queso and salsa in general. Mm-hmm. Just chips and salsa and queso. What else is there to like? You don't need anything else. That's it. <laughs> Trey, it's also International Banana Festival Day. Well, so okay. let's just celebrate our bananas. You know, bananas are a great food, you know, great yeah, source are. of protein and fiber. And potassium. I eat one every day. And potassium. I eat one banana and one apple every day. Do you really? I do. I really do. You know, though, I, I have a you know, the thing about bananas and even carrots is that all these uh, commercials that are playing about a certain affliction that can happen to dudes. What's that? And they start throwing around carrots and bananas. What are you talking about? Well, like What it, can happen? Well, you know. I don't yeah, understand. I don't understand. Yeah, you know. Can you, 
Can Something you draw me a, a little picture? crooked there, you know? It's you, called you, Peroni's disease. Peroni's disease with the bananas and the carrots. Google it. Go- Peroni's. <laughs> Is that the bend in the road? That's the bend in the road going the, in the wrong direction. And you get it from eating carrots? Good thing. I've no, never no, had no. carrots in no, my life. No, when they're describing it in diarrhea? the TV commercials. Oh, they show a carrot? No, diarrhea? it's not diarrhea. <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> it only happens to men. And in the commercials, they, they show floating bananas it's and a, carrots. It's a bend in the road, Elaine. It's a bend oh, in the gross. road. A bend in the road. And they use carrots and bananas in they, the commercials. They do, they really? Yeah. Oh, God. Well, they can't show the actual thing. Why not? Well, I guess these days, you why mean, not? You, you know? see it walking through the airport. It's also, uh, <laughs> we'll get to that guy. Yeah, we will. I have some thoughts on that uh, guy. I bet you The do. naked guy. Yes. Uh, it's International Day of Listening. Okay, good. Something classically people in our business are horrible at. They really are. <laughs> but that's, you know what? The greatest talk show hosts are the best listeners. Well, they are. And that's so right. we go home and start talking to our spouses. I mean, I, my, that's one of my issues with my wife that I, I have to, I, I, I don't listen very well. I have to focus on listening because my wife puts out a lot of information. But here's, but here's the thing. There's been studies that have been done. Women have, on average, 24,000 words a day. Yes, they do. Men have 12,000. Yes, they do. So when I get home and I'm done this, I, I'm done. I'm out of gas. You're out of words. That's it. I got no more. And I and, tell them, honey, uh, I got nothing else to say. I heard a preacher once say, he brought this up and asked his wife, why do you think women use twice as many words <laughs> as men? He said, she said, because we have to repeat everything we say. That's right. Yep. It's uh, finally, uh, let's see, National Pecan Cookie Day. You like pecan cookies, Trent? I do. Pecan cookies are one of my favorite things. I really like pecan cookies with a little drizzle of caramel. A little drizzle of caramel across the pecans. The pecan, yeah. Uh, That's what I said. Pecans, I said pecan. What happened with the pecan yesterday was a woman lost her cell phone. And as she was retrieving her cell phone out of the pecan, she got stuck. (laughs) Did you see this story? Yes, I did. And the cops had to come in and dig her out of the pecan. There was an outhouse, was, right. And yeah. she goes in there for her freaking Apple Watch uh-huh. that goes into the – it's yes. not like a regular no. toilet. It's an outhouse, so it's just a big – Mm-hmm. She got down yes. in the crap looking for, and she got stuck. Yes, and the cops had to come dig her out. I'd How would you it, like to take that call? I wouldn't. Yeah. I, I kind of let the the watch go at that yeah. point. You know well, what I mean? I, I wouldn't like want to be the it cop back. that has to go dig her out. No, I don't Yeesh. think so. I, I, you know, I'm on break. I'm going 1020. I'm on the break here. Ugh. All right, more Warren Rhymer coming up. KTSA. Forgiveness is hard. It always will be because. 550 KTSA and FM 1071. wasn't working. I was, oh, hey. I was telling you good morning. Good morning. I guess the music filled it up. <laughs> Hello. Hey. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Mr. Ryman, how are you this morning? I'm alive and kicking, man. All right. So before we dive into the world sucks, um, <laughs> which, you know. It kind of does. Right? I, just, I, I just have some, a, a little side stuff to, to talk sure. about right quick. And then we'll get to the world sucks because, because you know, with a steady diet of the world sucks, I, I got a guy that texted me earlier this morning and said, man, I sure am glad I'm out of bullets on my gun. All this news is bad news, and I agree, man. I do, too. It I, really I can it. be depressing, yeah. man. It, it really can. It really can be. But here's the deal. Uh, first of all, it's my job, particularly on a 5 to 7, to tell you what's going on because the others aren't telling you that. They're not talking about what's actually going on. It's it's to inform you about the real stuff that's happening in your world. Well, we wouldn't be doing our job if Correct. we weren't telling you about what's going on. That's right. And so uh, I get it. I, I hear you. And uh, we try to lighten the load every every once in a while. So it's a good thing happened today called the Big Give. And uh, you this, this is where nonprofits uh, make it or break it. You know they got a they got a full oh, yeah. full day yeah. today, and so whatever your nonprofit is, and I'm not going to go into mentioning any speak any of them, but there's they're out there, and any of them that you typically give to or would like to give to today might be the day that's one that's going to be good for you to to give to. Yeah, and I'm I'm because my wife is sort of moving in that direction and is working for a nonprofit right now, and and we don't I, I didn't realize to what extent a lot of these nonprofits, especially over the past couple of years, have have had to close down. Oh, it's tough. They can't continue. Yeah. They can't right. keep people. They can't, you know, right. meet their budget. Uh, so they're having uh, a struggle just like the rest of us are. So this is their big push to uh, yeah, today, the big give. The you, big give believe, is today. If, whatever the cause is, if yeah. you believe in it, today's the day. That's it, man. You know? So that's a good one. That's a, that's a good way you can give back to the community and help people out and maybe bring a little sunshine into somebody's life. Yeah, yeah. Also, uh, today would have been my son's 38th birthday, and I'm just blown away that I would have had a 38-year-old kid. Wow, Nancy man. and I had our kids young, right. and, and that was by design. Right. I was 22. I was working here, and she was 21. I think something like that. 
You know, so whatever. <laughs> she was young. Right. And that was all by design. Of course, people know the story. He's passed on. Her daughter passed on as well. And uh, today would have been his 38th. So happy birthday up there, son. I know you're looking down, and we'll see you soon. Yes, One of these we days, will. we're going to ride together. Like, so. I t- like I told you, uh, that we were talking about that this during the break, that uh, you and I were just hanging out in the lobby. Yep. <laughs> Waiting for Iris <laughs> you know, to push the button and let so, us in. So we can go on up. Yeah. Iris, can you push the button? <laughs> push the button, Iris. Let us in. There's yep. a little inside baseball. She's working. Uh, worked up front here forever and she is the one who lets she's the gatekeeper she's also one of the coolest people on planet earth so. if not the, if not the coolest <laughs> yes, she might cool. be the coolest she's very cool um and, and then the other thing I, I heard from my friend jeff webster this morning who's a former city councilman mm-hmm. and uh i always i always called him governor because i really wanted him to move right. that far he's that good you know right. jeff webster's an outstanding human being and a great leader in our in our community i heard from him this morning he had lunch yesterday by happenstance with if not my favorite football coach, certainly <laughs> right there on the top of the list, uh, Steve Hammond. They met up yesterday for lunch, and he sent me a picture of Coach Hammond, and it was just a flashback for me. Right. Because of all the people that have influence over you in your life, if you're an athlete, your coaches really do have that place. I, it, I, I would expect that, yeah. yeah. And so with, with Coach Hammond, he took a kid that had minimal talent <laughs> as far as football and athletics right. is concerned. And he squeezed every drop out of me and did it by actually coaching me. He never, not one time, did he ever berate me, chew mm. me out, eat my butt, or any of those kind of things that coaches, you, you typically think right. a coach is doing. He was a great teacher on the football field. And a lot of what he applied to me, whether it was him or Coach Crocker or any of the others that were there, Ernie McReynolds, they're all great coaches. Uh, I took a lot of those lessons with me about, you know, friendship and duty and honor and working hard right. and all those, you know, hard work and dedication, all those things. So great to hear from, from Jeff and uh, and know that he was with Steve Hammond yesterday. That's awesome. That's well, you great. know, I mean, you've said that before, that a lot of the things you learned in football, you know, are, are things that you could apply to life. Yes, and, sir. and not being a guy who did any sports, I kind of regret that I never really – had that in my life, you know what I mean? So I never really had a coach or somebody in school that kind of took me in or, or gave me advice of that kind. I didn't really meet people like that till I was in my mid to, early to mid-20s, you know. Uh, so I, 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 I miss that uh, I didn't have that in my life. So so what a blessing for you. We, um, I, I'll never forget, we, we had a game at John Jay one time, and I dove for the – I was playing outside linebacker, and I dove for the running back. And I missed the running back, and the middle linebacker and I hit helmets face-to-face. Owie. And his face mask came through mine and broke both cheeks, my nose. and Oh, good Lord. Crushed a bit of my forehead. Good Lord. Oh, yeah, I ended up in the hospital. But I tried to stand up. Blood was gushing everywhere. And I tried to stand up, and I fell back down. A couple of the guys picked me up, and I remember Coach Hammond coming over. And as he got to me and saw the blood and the crushed bones, he looked at me and went, oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. But listen to what you just said. There is something right there. Yeah. What is most of life? Just getting back up. No, get get up. Just get back up. Get back up. One more time. Just get back up One and start time. walking. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Anyway, uh, thanks for the moment there. Of, sure. That was very personal stuff, but thank you for that. I appreciate that. Um, I, I don't know. We can talk about the migrant. we got to take a break. I guess we should do that, and then you want to come back and, and hit the migrant stuff. Yeah, and- we better hit that. Pretty heavy today. It's a big story. Okay. So uh, we'll do that. We'll take a quick break. On the other side, we'll talk more about what's going on at the border. And a little bit later, before 9 o'clock this morning, we'll talk about Naked Man in the airport. <laughs> we have to. <laughs> So let yes, me t- let me tell you, is it me now? Yeah, yeah let me go, tell you about my it. friends at uh, QC Kinetics. Uh, I've been talking to you about QC Kinetics for about a year now. I, I'm look, you're, if you're like me and you're in your mid fifties, you you know you're discovering little aches and pains that perhaps you uh, hadn't had to deal with before. It could really uh, be a hamper on your life. Now uh, you've probably been told, as I have, that more steroids or surgery are your only options. But don't be so fast about that. Get a second opinion and learn more about how you can harness your body's own healing agents to attack that joint pain. I'm talking lasting relief with QC Kinetics. They don't mask the pain. These treatments go to the very root of the problem using concentrated healing properties placed directly in your joint to restore and repair that damaged tissue. Now imagine living your life this fall with no more pain in your knees, your hips, your soldiers, uh, or your back with no drugs, no downtime, and my favorite part, no surgery. 
Listen, life is about motion, and QC Kinetics is giving people their lives back with these all-natural treatments. So call the local medical professionals, my friends at QC Kinetics, for a free consultation today. QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in regenerative medicine, 210-571-0318. That's 210-571-0318. 210-571-0318 with locations in Hollywood Park, Westover Hills, and New Braunfels. Going to be mostly sunny today around 98. Right now, 78 at KTSA. Good morning. Working an accident on 410. Where and Rima. Hmm. <laughs> Janet Jackson with control. Do you feel like you're in control? Rarely. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. In my old damn life. Can, can, Rarely am I. I don't, I don't want to be in control can, anymore. Can I assure you you're not? <laughs> Good. That's the way I like it. <laughs> Nor am I. I'm not either. Okay. Uh, the, the, we'll talk about Naked Man in the airport coming up. But uh, the, the migrant crisis uh, oh, is man. just out of control. Uh, now, you know, here's the bottom line. The federal government and the Biden administration is at war with the state of Texas. That's yeah. the only way to put it. It's not a shooting war yet, but they are at war with Texas coming down here and ordering Border Patrol agents to cut the razor wire that we put up after our governor back in November <laughs> declared it a an invasion. This is an illegal invasion. And he put up razor wire down at the border and those floaty things out in the water. They're still there, by the way, even though the, the Biden administration sued to get those removed. A judge put a stay in place, and they're still there. The razor wire is still there as well, but now you've got federal agents who are violating the state of Texas and cutting that razor wire so this stream, this invasion can come on into our country. And make no mistake about it, many, if not most of these, are young men yeah. who are of fighting age, right, who are coming into our country. They have really pissed off attitudes. They do not, they're not happy. They are not nice about it. And they're, according to the mayor of Eagle Pass, Mr. Mayor Salinas, they are not coming in a peaceful attitude. You have a ton of young Chinese men down in Panama who are making their way here right. as well. Again, of fighting age. So just based on that, they have no idea what their background is. They have no idea why they're coming. They have no idea if they have a disease. They have no idea if they're terrorists. They have no idea if they're agents from another country like an army dude. They don't know this. And they're letting them stream into the United States. And KBB this morning with Christina, she does a wonderful job. Oh, yeah. on Christina DeLeon. Oh, she's amazing. She is fantastic. Yeah. She has been outside of the Migrant Center all morning long showing the images of people crapped out on the road everywhere outside the Migrant Migrant Center on San Pedro, and they're just sleeping on the ground. They're sleeping all over the place. They're wandering around all over the place, and that's nothing compared to what is coming. Well, we got a rush making its way here. I mean, you were, you were watching the images out of Eagle Pass. Where do you think they're going to go? <laughs> they're going to come here, man. I mean, you and I are going to be talking about this same issue tomorrow, 24 hours from now. And 24 hours from now, the situation is going to be worse yep. in one freaking day. Yep. The image of those guys cutting those wires, that is the image that's the face. It should be the face of this entire crisis. Yes. Because therein lies the problem. There, That's really what's going on. It's your government at war with you. Do they want to destroy this country? Sure. Do they really want to destroy Texas? Oh, absolutely. They freaking hate Texas. Right. I, I've only been here 12 years, and I figured that out pretty quickly, that the, the, yep. the swamp hates Texas. Well, what they've got going on right now is they are fostering an invasion. They are bringing yeah. the invasion here. This administration, Joe Biden, if you vote for Joe, if you voted for Joe, you're voting for rape and slavery and murder and crime and all of this that's coming into this country. Yes, you are. Because his administration and him, they are responsible for what you're seeing right now across this country. High gasoline prices, high energy prices, high food prices, high interest rates on your loans, all of those things have been caused by this administration, and you voted for it if you voted for him. And if you vote for him again, you're voting for even more of it. There will be absolutely no border if he gets reelected. So we're, we're looking at him being the largest human trafficker, in my opinion, oh, absolutely. on planet Earth. Oh, I agree. And that includes slavery and child sex slavery and all the things that come along yeah. with it. Drugs that are killing our children who are coming across this border right now. The drugs coming in, killing our children, fentanyl, all these things. And just today, just today, Joe Biden, 
you are responsible for a three-year-old who drowned in the Rio Grande just today. We saw that. We were just watching that story. These people love to, I, I've said it before. They love to sling around this, this idea of you got blood on your hands. Well, you know what, pal? You sort of do. <laughs> you sort of do. And by him, we always have to stipulate. We're talking about them who's ever actually, you know, running the country. Ba- baby, there's going to be a war in this country. There's going to be a war in this country. Well, that's what they want. That's that's what it he is wants. what they want. Because I, they I want to be able to push it down. I don't know if they fully estimate right. or are appreciating precisely what that's going to mean. But they want that because they want to be able to seize power. Sure. And, and what they'll do, they will just say, if there is such a thing, if there is such an uprising like that, posse comitatus goes away, you put the military on the streets, the military goes to war, and then shuts down any kind of real insurrection. Sure. Well, the problem that I don't think they're appreciating, if that's the goal, which I believe it is, is that this isn't Venezuela. This isn't Honduras. This isn't any other country on, on, on the earth. This is the United States of America, and Americans are a little bit different than other folks, and, and I, I am proud of that fact. And I, I, I think if they're looking at the models down through history where they were able to pull that off, I just think they're going to have a much more difficult time of it pulling that off here. Think, of, think about how many times Joe Biden has said, well, your AR is no match for my F-16. Right. I mean, that's just a smart-ass comment coming from a guy who would love, love, love to use those F-16s against American citizens. Well, well, again, I think what he's not appreciating are the folks that we have in the military. There's a whole lot of folks in the military who are not happy about what's going on, and you're telling me that you're going to turn them on the American people? Now, I say that. But we have federal agents cutting barbed wire Correct. Uh, in Eagle Pass. You have that going on, and you also have the neutering of our military with all this gender stupidity. See, yeah. See? And so how many of them are the patents of the world who would stand up and disobey an unlawful order? Well, it's a fair point. See? And yeah. so that's that's where we are. But hopefully it never comes to that. What I want to see happen and what I'd love for people in power to do, and I don't have any faith in any of them to do it, okay? I'm just saying that out front. I would love to see them uh, disincentivize all of this by taking the money away, shutting down the money. I would love to see our governor uh, suspend all federal taxes here in the state of Texas. Absolutely. We're not sending any more money to Washington, D.C. to fund you guys destroying our border. We're right? not going to pay for our own destruction That's in, right. in Texas. That's exactly right. So we're not sending another dime to Washington, D.C. We're going to militarize the border, and I mean armed agents, not pencil pushers. I'm talking about guys with really big guns that we're going to arm our border with, and we're going to stand up on that. And I'd love to see representatives right now stop the money flow Next week, we're facing the shutdown of the government. Fine. Let it shut down if that's what it's going to take. And then impeach Joseph Robinette Biden right now, immediately. Kamala Harris, because she is the border czar, so she bears responsibility. Alejandro Mayorkas, the Homeland Security Secretary. And yesterday, Merrick Garland lied his ass off. That guy. Impeach them all and remove them from office. I, you know what? As far as uh, 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 Garland, I, I watched very little of that. What was the point? I mean, I'm glad they're hauling his ass before a committee in the House, but still, judici- Judiciary Committee. But it's, at the same time, he lied his ass off throughout the entire thing. What was the point? You want to hear an example of that lie? Yeah. <laughs> we have an example. Um, cut number two here, Jimmy. He was asked about whether or not he has spoken with anybody at the FBI about Hunter Biden. Listen to this. Have you had personal contact with anyone at FBI headquarters about the Hunter Biden investigation? Uh, I don't don't recollect the answer to that question, but the FBI works for the Justice Department. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You don't recollect recollect whether you've talked with anybody at FBI headquarters about an investigation of the president's son? I, I don't believe that I did. Why not? To the attorney general. Um, bottom line is, if you're talking to the FBI about Hunter Biden and the Hunter Biden case, you're going to remember it. Well, yeah. Please. That's what I'm saying. I mean, he's not he, – the whole thing was bull crap. Right. So what was the point of even watching? I mean, I, I'm glad it's on the record. But, you know, at the same time, w- what's going to happen next? Nothing. Right. 
The guy lied his He's one of the worst human beings on planet Earth, and he lied his ass off yesterday. And no one has made a move to impeach him They're for not com- going to. committed perjury. Right. And same. Remember, well, remember when Fauci did it? We yeah, have same evidence thing. of they Fauci just committing perjury. They just yes. have no compunction about lying their asses off. Putting the, hauling these people before a committee is pointless. Right. Because you're not getting anything re- respecting the oath or the truth. They just lie their asses off. Of course he was talking to the FBI about, right. about Hunter Biden. We already know that he was. So uh, we have an invasion of our country, okay? Some of them are invading forces that want to do us harm. Yes. And this president and this administration is not defending our borders. That's a high crime. To me, that's treason. It's impeachable. Let's get on with it. Well, I mean, cutting the wires, it's even moved beyond. I mean, they're aiding and abetting an, an invading force. Absolutely. They're Absolutely. opening the doors. That's right. All right, uh, quick break here. I want to tell you about Stevens Roofing and protecting your home starts with protecting your roof. Now, we just went through a very hot summer, and you may be thinking, well, it's not a big deal. You know, we, uh, we haven't had rain. We haven't had any storms. We haven't had hail. So my roof is fine. Oh, no. <laughs> Let me tell you. It, just this hot summer with every day 100 and some odd degrees baking down on your roof dries out all kinds of stuff on your roof, right? We're talking about the caulking that's around the vent pipes, around the chimney. Some of the flashing could have warped in the in the heat. And, of course, then the shingles, if you have a composition roof, the shingles will dry out as well and could be cracking. And the next storm we get, the next big rain that we get, you get house, you get, you get rain in the house, uh, rain in the attic, and all that kind of stuff. Stevens Roofing will do a thorough inspection. It's not going to cost you anything. There's no obligation to have them come give you that inspection. Then you have the peace of mind knowing that, you, uh, that you're good. Or if you need a new roof or repairs to your existing roof, They'll talk to you about that locally owned Stevens Roofing at stevensroofing.net. Everywhere you turn nowadays, you see a billboard or hear a... With Ware and Rima and a couple of quick hits real quick. Sure. F-35 pilot. Remember the plane we lost this week? yeah. Ejected from a $100 million jet over South Carolina because the weather was bad. What? I hadn't heard that. The weather was... He's in a freaking military-grade jet, (laughs) and he's worried about the weather? Oh, this is not... You know, that's their cover story. That's it. I'm not an aviator, Trey, but I think that... I did ride in a jet airplane one. I think that's bullcrap. We're not talking about (laughs) a a Cessna 150 here. No, man. Which I have flown that. I've never flown an F-35, but maybe someday. This is the number one most coveted jet of armies and uh, and countries around the world. They want to get their hands on this jet. Right. Which I'd like to point out that they have shown where they say the jet wrecked. But my goodness, I don't see wings or jet engines or even like a burn patch in the grass. Something I don't even see that. right, man. Something yeah. ain't right. Don't jets, because of the sheer power of, their, of the force of their engines, uh, don't they sort of fly through weather? <laughs> yeah, an F thirty five. A little bit of weather is no big deal for an F thirty five. He could go to sleep and it would take him through the weather, I, over the weather, around the weather, you know, whatever. Right. This is now. You know where it is. You know where that jet is. It's right over here across the street, the Eisenhower flea market. Something. <laughs> Some of them boy done brought well, it over here. be a guy selling a wing. That's <laughs> <laughs> flea market With some pinatas, right? Hey, come on in, man. I got a jet for you over here, man. It's right here, man. I got a jet. <laughs> So uh, let's That's see here. Hilarious. Uh, Fetterman presides uh, over the Senate wearing shorts, a short sleeve shirt, no tie. Of course. So. Well, you know, these are just ridiculous people. So and, and, and Fetterman is a ridiculous human being. And I'm yeah. not even talking, I'm not talking about the stroke. I'm not talking anything no. that's befallen him medically. And I sure think his wife and his family are pieces of crap for, for so you know, shoving him out there. But at the same time, he's also a bit of a clod. Yeah, oh, yeah, sure he is. Uh, yeah, because yesterday he was saying, I want all you uh, j- jog-offs. Man, I had to be oh, very careful God. how I said that. Because you know what he's playing off of. Yes. Okay. Uh, jog-offs. I want all you jog-offs to quit you know, picking on my clothes. And he's sitting up in front of the Senate, the well of the Senate, where you have senators who are testifying about legislation. He's sitting up there with the gavel, and he's wearing his stupid basketball shorts and a hoodie. Okay? You know, That's you're, you're no, being that paid. A that huh? was just a little granimal outfit. A oh, gra- he was wearing granimal. He's wearing gra- his jammies. Granimal clothes. Did they match? But you know what? <laughs> 
You just match up the tag, That's man. It, right. You match the armadillos. Right. I'm just saying he's being paid a wage by the people of this country Stupidity. and the people of Pennsylvania to right. do a job, and the dude can't even put on a shirt with buttons. Right. He can't put himself out nope. that much. Nope. Okay, so uh, Taylor Swift is now pushing <laughs> people to uh, register to vote. Uh, for, of course, Democrats, because, uh, like, oh, my God, like, we really have a bad problem here. We got really bad people that want to take over the government. They want to get rid of abortion. Like, uh, like yeah. oh, my God. So would you just please go ahead and, oh, my God, would you please, valley girl, I'm a valley girl, would you please go ahead and register to vote for Democrats this time, please? Thank you. Like, uh, like really, come on, r- register for Democrats, okay? I could never date her. She annoys me. Too, too much <laughs> she, air. She's really annoying. I don't need that much air. And I don't take my political views and my world views from, from Taylor See, Swift. See, that's I where you're screwing don't. up. Maybe, you I'm, maybe that's where I'm wrong. Minnesota University teaching uh, structural racism is a public health crisis. Oh, yeah, I saw this. And now yeah. that they have declared it a public health crisis, now they can fund black birthing people. That's what they call them, <laughs> black birthing people they're teaching about racism and health care from 19 or i'm sorry 1619 the they're, year they're, they're going off on yes. racism examples of racism in the medical field i guess right. from the early 1600s right right yeah right. odenkirk made the news the actor made the news because he said he, he was wrong to not accept the advice of his doctor of over 20 years because he was a conservative and gutfeld made this point last night Everybody's like propping up Bob Odenkirk. I was one of them saying, hey, well, he, you know, guy's being honest. That's cool. But Gutfeld made the point. Would you trust the medical advice of a doctor who comes out of this school or comes uh, goes about their medical profession Thank you. from a political standpoint? Thank you. No. Exactly right. <laughs> exactly right. Okay, and finally, we've said it a minute, 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 time, minute, time, minute, time. Deep State is not going to allow... Donald Trump to be president again. Right. So uh, Joe Biden has now gone and dug up John Brennan and James Clapper. Oh, come on. Two guys that ran the whole entire operation right. of Russia collusion, wrote the letter that the laptop from hell was not, you know, it was Russian Ugh. disinformation, blah, 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 blah. He has formed a new homeland intelligence group to fight domestic extremists. That's red hat, red MAGA hat wearing people. And to counter danger narrat- dangerous narratives in our culture, which is everything that Donald Trump says, right? Right. You do remember when the CIA, this story came out last week, offered investigators big money over the COVID origins, right, to change their minds because they're the ones who said it was created in a lab. Yes. CIA said, you know, you're going to be very comfortable in your old life if you just flip that and say it came from bats. Mm. Or when the FBI shut down an investigation into a $2 million payment of Hunter's backs, back taxes, <laughs> which was a violation of campaign finance laws because right. by it was a donation. Right. He, they, they made a donation to, um, uh, to Hunter Biden and to Joe Biden campaign, and the FBI started to investigate it, but these two got it shut down, and now they're back and whatever. Rock so, on, man. Get, you're getting the old gang back together. That's great. Right. <laughs> so now tell me about the people who walked through Dallas-Fort Worth International <laughs> Airport on a Monday. The naked guy. The video in our own airport of Dallas-Fort Worth, which you and I both been to innumerable times. I've been there a lot. I've spent a lot of time at that. Hundreds of times. It's a big old, big old fat airport, and they got a naked dude just walking down the concourse. He's being videoed, of course, and the, the only commentary from the guy holding the camera is, my man! And then he, like, waves at him. You know... Is this guy, like, trying to draw attention to himself? I think if you go walking naked through a major metropolitan area airport, yeah, you're trying to be noticed. And with somebody recording him for a TikTok thing, I I imagine. But you know what? When we see all these videos where people are beating the crap out of other people, you know, shoving, you know, and these guys that killed this dude on a bike, you know, for a TikTok. All right, yeah, I'll give, okay, naked guy, walk. at least he's just hurting himself. You know what I mean? He's, he's, yeah. he, they pulled him in, they're yeah. doing the mental health check on him. So I don't know if he's just the same guy who wants to be famous or if he's really mentally screwed up, but I got to laugh out of it. <laughs> I, I don't know which he is either. But clearly, clearly, with the guy walking oh, next yes, to him with well, the phone going, that's my man right there. But I, I it was, was all, like we talked about yesterday, it was all content. 
Well, it's all content. I, it is, but I also think probably a few other people see a naked guy at an airport. You're going to pull up your phone and say, yeah, sure. a naked guy at an airport. Sure, but I, I fully believe that was prearranged. Oh, I, well, yeah. You know, I, I, I really believe, and I could be wrong, but I believe that it was prearranged and it was all for content's sake. Sure. But and the, here we go again, creating more content for social media. I actually got a chuckle out of this I, one. I, you I, know I, what I mean? Because well, when the guy goes like killing a guy at a baseball well, game. Yeah, yeah, or people prattling on or making a scene at like a Starbucks because somebody misgendered them and I got a screen their brains out in their stupid little video you know or or some house doing a laundry hack you know so a guy walking buck ass naked through the airport i laughed i you know <laughs> look pretty harmless but but unless your kids, kids with you, you know, right, yeah, kids. kids looking at his junk there do you, you in front of the pretzel place are, are you old enough to remember the whole phenomenon of the streaking oh i remember the uh well i remember the song and okay. i remember when it was a you, thing you to, i've thing? actually streaked myself Did on you? occasion yes okay i won't admit <laughs> i won't admit to it but i do remember some, some fun times on on jolene lane in san antonio texas not far from the radio station but yeah i remember that whole thing in 1972 with ray stevens and the st- oh, ethel, i remember it on the radio ethel get your clothes on <laughs> ethel don't look ethel the only thing he was wearing was a smile <laughs> too late she done been mooned it's great tune. <laughs> streaking used to be a big deal Where, you know? oh my gosh everywhere you'd turn on a sporting event <laughs> like we just watched the u.s open tennis championship and right. they would have people streaking across the courts back and forth or at a soccer match or a football game here you know and howard cosell would do the play-by-play and here he goes He's swinging right. to the left and the right. He's a streaking along. You know? Right, swinging to the right or the left. I played naked tennis once in the 80s with my buddy Ben no, you uh, at a college campus. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. That hurts. Didn't hurt. I wasn't very. We weren't very good at tennis. Painful. You know. Security guard comes up and says, what are you doing? We're like playing tennis. No, but that really hurts. <laughs> I mean, you know. Well, we were using tennis balls. I mean, I wasn't well, being physically injured. Well, of course you're not injured. using others, but you are using I, – I got it. You're using <laughs> tennis balls. But Please I, move but it, on. Okay. Please. All right. Oh, Old my God. dudes naked. Not a good way to end my show. It was the 80s. Everybody was naked. <laughs> All right, Elaine. She's, okay. She's right. Keep your All tennis right. balls in your – You know, you and I had this pocket. conversation in the hallway before that at home we have two Hispanic women who keep us on the rails. Tell us what to do. And, yeah. and at work, we have a Hispanic woman. Well, who, that's just kind of our lives. That's what we signed up for, and I'm fine with it. I, I really am. I, I, I like Mexican chicks telling you what to no do. I have no problem with it at all. I don't like you white chicks. You just chi- got mad because I told you guys to be quiet when yeah. you're walking through I'm my not room because I was watching but, No, I'm not a mad. I, I, no, you're right. No, you are absolutely correct. We need to move on. <laughs> but in order to earn that right, you need to make me some carne asada. Oh, I can't cook. I can make you some enchiladas. I'm just saying, I lived with a white chick for 13 years. I didn't like her telling me what to do at all. But you Mexican chicks, you you could boss my ass around all you want, man. I'm fine with it. We're we're good with it. So please, thank you. Less thinking for me. We will take a break. Oh, we've heard about your enchiladas. I'll make you some enchiladas, Trey. (laughs) Back in a minute. Where at Rama KTSA. If you're going to buy a UTV, there's no better UTV than the. 